Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for all the latest fight action. Direct from Wales in the United Kingdom. 100% live. It's Big Fight Weekly. With your hosts, Chris Hume and Stu Palmer. A warm, warm welcome. It is episode 48 of Powerful.tv Big Fight Weekly with myself, Stuart Palmer. I'm a co-host and cousin Chris Hume. How are we, mate? Yeah, not bad, you know. Um, first day back after having a week off, so, um, you know, just a bit tired, but, you know good to be back on and it's good to you know do this with you talk about some fights i've leave mcgeary on in half an hour um yeah i'm bouncing and ready for the all this it's gonna be good man it's gonna be good we've got liam on at six o'clock uk time for around 20 25 minutes we reckon the first portion of the show though we're gonna do the boxing chris unbelievable what transpired on saturday evening as josh taylor retains on a split decision they're either Stevie Wonder or they've took a backhander, the judges, mate, because Jack Carroll won eight or nine rounds of that fight. And it's unbelievable. And, uh, you know, it's gone to the boxing board now. You know, it's uh, yeah. there's, there's, there's an investigation going on, isn't it, off the back of it? Uh, yeah, you've got to be Stevie Wonder if you didn't see that Jack Carroll's won, won that fight. You know, he's, he's won eight or nine rounds, Chris. It was quite clear to see. I watched that today, so obviously I want it fresh in my mind going into today's show. So, um, yeah, I watched it. Um, yeah, Catterall was com- completely dominant. You know, I'd say from like say round four and onwards, and you know he dropped Josh Taylor. Josh Taylor didn't get didn't drop him. So I'd believe in him in a boxing. Isn't that like a ten eight when you get dropped in a round? It's, it's a ten. It's a ten eight round, mate. It's a ten right. round. Then he felt the, the the ref felt obliged to give it to Josh Taylor later. You know, as if oh, I've given I've given a ten eight. You know, dock dock the point for for you earlier. I'll bring it back, mate. There's something not right here, mate. And and now that it's been investigated, there's going to be big big problems. 
and uh, there's going to have to be there's going to have to be a rematch. I was going to well. say, is that is that where they'd be headed? Unbelievable, mate! You just that. <laughs> it's almost like Jack Catwell's getting the W. That's it, man. And you know he was self poor as well. Josh Josh Taylor Josh Taylor couldn't deal with it, mate. The, the intensity, kind of the way he fights. Jack Catwell just went went at him. It was it was incredible. It was incredible to watch, and uh, it's just an absolute miscarriage of justice. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, I mean, you you say about how Josh Taylor fights and and, and Jack Catwell was you know emulated his sort of fights his fighting style on Josh on Josh Taylor, Josh Taylor, and but you, I felt like Josh Taylor was a really off it. Like um, you know, the first couple the first couple of rounds, yes, he he, he was he was okay. Mm-hmm. He wasn't clearly winning a fight at all, even in the earlier rounds. He didn't sort of break away, did he? Um, but his his gas tank that looked great either. Like he was quite sloppy, and, and I think he got caught up in a brawl sometimes when you know, he was sort of trying to fight in the phone box but a lot of his punches were missing um, where Jack Catterall was you know connecting quite often and every time he came in and he caught him with a good um, it was a good jab and an uppercut every time he was coming in uh, on Josh Taylor just the yeah. rhythm and the timing on Josh Taylor mate it just wasn't there which we you know, we're so accustomed to seeing it mate you know I like like we said last week you know he can he can do defensive he can he can he can take shots you know, he's, he's very good defensively normally, but it was just coming through his guard. Uh, he, I don't know. I think he struggled with the with the left hand with the with the southpaw stance. Uh, was so, it? I mean, yeah. They're in camp. They're in camp but, but, for so long. But yeah, but, but also, did you think you think that, that in that sort of performance, you're looking at someone that's um, looking at his opponent in Jack Catron and thought he's a nobody and over overestimated. I think I think I think he's underestimated. I think he's yeah, underestimated that's, that's, that's him by, meant, yeah. by a by a long long stretch. You know, uh, has he got has he got a bit complacent because he, he well, yeah, obviously yeah. Beat, he'd beaten five undefeated fighters prior, and but yeah, I think he's he's totally miscalculated. Jack Carroll hasn't been in with the caliber of people at, at super lightweight, but he was up for it. He was bang up for it, and he was he was it was a problem. It was almost like the, the the kryptonite, wasn't it? If you're going to throw a word, that's it. And uh, yeah, they've got to make a rematch now, Chris. Well, it makes unless, sense now, unless unless it gets unless it gets overturned as part of this investigation that is you know obviously happening now. Um, I, I, I was shot, mate. Really. Um, and I discredited Jack Catrell a little bit because I thought he's just not been in with the calibre calibre of people Josh Taylor has. But as we say, yeah. Chris, complacency on Josh Taylor's end. Uh, even Ben Davison in the corner, it went on for rounds and rounds, didn't it? In between, he's trying to tell him what to do. And he just couldn't. They, they tried changing the tactics as they were going through to try and, you know, land and stuff. It just didn't work, mate. Didn't no. That's. Uh, it didn't I, look it didn't look like he was up for it, did he? I think it, it just looked like really, really um, slow. Do you know, like in a game, um, <clears throat> and when you're playing online, it glitches, doesn't it? And then it catches up of itself. That's kind of kind of what it felt like watching Josh Taylor. You'd throw a punch, but it took like a long time to get there, and then it got there, and, and Jack Cattle was out the way, and then he was countering him. He just looked very sloppy, um, disinterested, thinking that he could just cruise for this fight. And uh, you know, what I mean, he obviously didn't. And Jack Cattle came in and wanted, you know, wanted that wanted the belts and came in hungry. I think that's all the difference, isn't it? I think Josh Taylor. Didn't come in hungry enough. Um, it's arrogancy again, isn't it? When you've got all the belts and, as you say, he's taken so many people's O's recently, and you're thinking he could just walk through Jack Catterall. Obviously, he didn't. Um, it's a farce. The judging's a farce. You know, I mean, I've I've seen you know some iffy ones in in MMA, but this 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 one is by far it's it's either fixed 
or that, as you say, they, they haven't got the glasses on properly because it, it clearly was a loss to Josh Taylor here. Clear. I think the fact that it wasn't a unanimous victory for him either, it was a split. It was a split, you know, just so they made sure he got through. It wasn't even close to a split. Though. I know, I know, I know. It's I know it's in Glasgow. That's all. That's all I can think of. It's all that's running through my mind. You know, something has gone on. There's been a backhander somewhere. I guarantee it. I guarantee yeah, it, it. It feels that and, way, uh, doesn't it? Uh, the, the thing is, mate. You know, he had he, he had ambitions to go to welterweight. Off the back of that, mate, he's going to struggle. You put him in with an Errol Spence, a Terence yeah. Crawford. Terence Crawford actually uh, commented on Twitter. Mm. He couldn't. He couldn't believe what he what he'd seen. You know, in terms of judging after and uh, Jack Cattrall not getting it, but uh, he won't be good enough at the, at the elite end at welterweight if he can't. If he couldn't get through that the other night, I'll say it. Was it I'll an off night? Right, is, it, is, it, is it an off night though? Thinking if they do get rematched, I think it's a problem again. I think it's a problem again for him. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to box the best he's ever boxed to to come through it again. Um, absolutely, it's just disgraceful. It's disgraceful. Yeah, it, it's it, it's it's not something good. gone on there, it's and it's going to come out in the wash, Chris. Well, considering it's been you know looked at by the board now, you know I mean, yeah, someone's probably shit in their pants somewhere, thinking shit, I should have taken that bribe. Isaac said has made some comments here, Stu. Here we go. Come on, Isaac from Norwich, my good pal. Evening, lads. Yeah, the Taylor fight was fixed for sure. Yeah, Isaac, how many rounds did you have Catterall? Also, Stu, we were wrong with the fight prediction. Again, I'm going to keep my mouth shut in the future. I think getting that one wrong was worse than the week before, personally. Yeah, but again, it's one of it's one of those fights that happens. Again, I'm going to go back to Nunes again. You, it's one of those where it just happens, doesn't it? Well, we it did get happens. it right. We, we did get it right, but we've, we've got it by, uh, by a default. Yeah, yeah I'd say so. We, we did get it right, Isaac. In the judges' eyes, anyway, into the judges' eyes. But uh, yeah, Chris, uh, anything to add on this? What what do you think will come of it? Uh, rematch? It's got to be rematch, hasn't it? If they don't I, chalk it off and give it to Catterall after this investigation. Well, obviously, it depends. You can't chalk it off at the moment, can you? I think it's going to have to be a case they're going to have to deep dive in, in in their investigation and really go through this, you know, properly. Mm. And if it is as bad as you know what we think, then yeah, it should be chalked off and it should be given to Jack Catterall. But I don't see that happening because that'd be too much. That'd be too much for the sort of boxing as a sport, won't it? I think, it, it'd be, yeah. I think the rematch. I think maybe and they've got to they've got to do it in Manchester with Jack Carroll's from that area. Area, sorry, area, area, area. You got the O2, uh, haven't you? Yeah, they could do. They could just do it where yeah, where it's neutral. Um, because that that's just that's the hometown boy, you know, get, getting through. And look, he's a fantastic boxer. He, mm. He's achieved so much. He was great at amateur level, Josh Taylor. But uh, as I said, Chris, it might have been an off night. And if ben been, Davidson, you know, Ben Davidson's a very good trainer. We know this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure they can they can sort it. But I think he is a problem. You know, when you meet a guy sometimes and prior, they're not expected to do much. And uh, how wrong will we? Surprise you? Yeah, yeah. But they just happen. That's, that's the sport we we love, Stuart. And that, that's mm. the that's the surprise that makes you fall in love with the sport when you think this person can't beat this the the, the, the main guy and they go and blow him out of the water. You know, nine times out of ten they get the rematch and they lose the rematch, don't they? But it, it's still like I love the fairy tale of combat sports because yeah. these things can happen if Absolutely. if the judges actually give the right yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. If they've you know, got the, any, the if they've got any sense of pride, then you, you, you wouldn't have done that. But uh, Chris, do you want to roll the VT with Carl Frampton, former world yes. champion, obviously a fantastic boxer. Yeah, no problem.
This is Jonathan Agoff here for Pro Boxing fans. We've just seen Josh Taylor retain his undisputed crown with a split decision win over Jack Hatcher. I'm joined by Carl Frampton. Cole, what's your immediate reaction to that? Oh, well, I thought I thought Jack Carroll won the fight. I'm asking everybody around ringside, and I also thought Jack Carroll won the fight. I, I just want to make it clear that I'm good friends with Josh and Jack, but I always like to be honest, and I try to score a fight from a neutral per- perspective, and I don't see a way that a judge gives that to Jack if I'm being honest I think the judges didn't have control of the fight I don't think the referee had control of the fight there was two point deductions I don't think any of them were warranted if I'm being honest it was almost like I've given him a deduction I'm going to give you a deduction it's just this fucking game it's ah you know you get sick of it you know what I mean I love Josh I'm going to his wedding by the way hopefully I still am love him and I love his family I love his, his fiance to be or his wife to be Danielle and his mum and dad great people but you have to be fair and uh, and the wrong man got his hand raised simple Jack. now we go you know, he's very close to him but he's you know, good friends with uh, Jack Catterall as well Chris sounds oh. very much like Seamus Colgan actually to be honest yeah. with you <laughs> he is from the north, Carl. You know, like I can say, he... yeah, you're not far from where Nana was from. But yeah, he's right. Northern Irish, he is. But uh, yeah, Chris, don't just sound like Colin. Did you take away from Carl Frampton there? You, uh, you can see he's really frustrated. You know, obviously trying to state that he was friends of both. Yeah, of um, you know, he didn't want to overstep his line, but no, you want know, no. to be honest. But you can see, like, you know, him saying fuck and looking up. He, he was astonished by the by you know the result and. The way the judges have, you know, chosen Josh Taylor as the winner. Um, when you've got your own sort of friends thinking that, it's difficult, isn't it? But you can see how frustrated uh, Cole Frampton was there. Uh, but you know, it, again, these these things need to be ironed out and sorted out properly. Um, you know, maybe we need to find officials in boxing that don't come from the the company. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, just yeah. some other, other people. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Obviously, I think you know you see it in uh, the UFC, don't you? As well, they they, they get thrown out though. Don't forget. Yeah, though. of course. Yeah, maybe they need to do the same thing with the boxing man. But uh, yeah, don't want to spend too much longer on this. But yeah, hopefully we'll see in the coming days, the weeks, what happens with this after this investigation. But Chris, are we going to move on to the big man, Lawrence Acoli? Yeah. Are we ready? We yeah. are ready. TA yeah, comes through it. He got 12, he got 12 rounds in as well, did Mr. Ricoli against Mikhail Cheslik. I'll tell you what, there was a lot of polls in that crowd last night, Chris. Yeah, I, I did. I, again, really, this is a, I watched it today. So, yeah. You, it was, you, they made a lot wow. of noise, as the Eastern Europeans like to do. Um, you know, he dropped him in the fifth round. He hurt him in the first round, did yeah. Lawrence. Um, he said it was awkward trying to get his shots in, uh, his shoulders, where they were, where they were positioned. And as you can see there, Izzy was still in town. Obviously, yeah, the, the Nigerian yeah, yeah. connection, their heritage. Um, you know, I've seen that they are very good friends of Coley and Adesanya. And big man Joshua there, 
as well with that WBO cruiserweight title of Acolis. But yeah, um, I think it was just a tricky one for him, Chris. You know, he's been explosive as we've seen when we've covered him on this mm-hmm. show and he's took people out. But I think it was good. Chisel actually lost one one um, fight in his career. A longer right. that was a UD um, two years ago, maybe. So he he's he's good. He's a good fighter. He's decent at that level. But uh, Lawrence Acoli came through it, had him ahead. He was definitely ahead on the on the scorecard. Some of the scores were a bit tight. I think it, it was a bit wider. Um, some of the judges, you know, you know, they they, they get they get it a bit too close, don't they? But uh, yeah, mm. all in all, Chris, I think it was good for him to get the rounds in. He got the twelve rounds in, which he needed. But it yeah, was no, tricky. Yeah. It was a tricky night. It was a tricky night, but he's got through it. Um, I, I find like um, the, the I can't pronounce the the Polish guy's name. Um, um, but I feel like what what when you I was watching this fight today wasn't going for it per se. I know he was trying to counter a Cody every time a Cody come in because Cody's got such a weird but wide stance, hasn't he? But when he comes in, but he's bouncing like a karate fighter. Reminds me a lot of like Stephen Thompson when Stephen Thompson's on his toes. Um, but he kept on coming in and stifling the Cody with the hug. So didn't he? You know, constantly he kept him close, him. Chris. Yeah, he yeah, he knew he knew if Akoli stopped working the jab and the uppercuts, he had enough distance to do so. They did tactically. Just I didn't want to jump in. He no, kept no. himself in close. Yeah, he's grabbing him a lot. Power though. punches coming through. Yeah, the hook, yeah. the hooking and the tying up was annoying. And even Eddie Hearn said about it after. But yeah, carry on, mate. Sorry, I'm no, no. In. That's what I was trying to say. It, it, yeah. The fight itself was like quite painful to watch when you've got one guy that wants slow. to fight and it the other guy that wants, wants to hold on to him. And obviously, he did catch. He catch uh, the, the guy. I can't do. I can't do it. Um, Mikhail Cheeslak. It's fine. I'll do it. Cheeslak. Cheeslak. Yeah. Um, but he caught him a couple of times when he tried to grab him. Um, I think it was this, is it the the fifth, the fourth round when he caught him and he dropped him. Then he dropped him to a knee. But you know, you can see what Akoli was trying to do. But every time Akoli was trying to sort of break away, make some space for himself, and land a jab or land an uppercut or an overhand, that the guy was just grabbing hold of him. And you can see a lot of people getting frustrated. I, I obviously I found it funny seeing uh, Israel Adesanya in the in the crowd with his Nigerian flag, and he was getting involved and jumping up and down, wasn't he? And um, it's just one of those sort of fights, isn't it? You're going to fight these sort of people in boxing where they don't really want to come and fight you. They don't want to engage. Just they just want to sort of hold on. You know, what I mean, there's there's no interest in actually trying to box with you or actually try and win a fight. It's just hold on and, and sort of don't get knocked out. Sort of sort of imprint in the head, isn't it? Don't get knocked out. Just, just do anything you can to survive. And I feel like this is what they got the guy, the Polish man, did to Akoli. With Akoli as well, I think they were saying if he doesn't stay in camp, he's really struggling to get to the weight. He has to be in a constant cycle for cruiserweight because we have right. spoken about his power going up to heavyweight. But mm-hmm. it, he, he even made reference to it in his post-fight last night when he's talking on the zone. He said, like, look, it is a struggle. If I'm not in camp, you know, if he's out of camp, it's a big... He puts that weight back on Akoli, you know. But like we've said, Chris, he could be fantastic at heavyweight, couldn't he, because of the power he does have. So it in is... time, yeah. It's hard. It's hard, but obviously, waiting in the wings is Maris Bradis, who has all the other titles at Cruiserweight. Obviously, Usyk came out of the division, and uh, Maris Bradis was there in a Mario costume last night. I don't know if you saw. No, I didn't there's, spot there's anyone wearing a Mario. Some, there's been some beef with the Paul brothers. So they weren't what? calling him Maris. Uh, it's a typical American thing where they oh, right. don't, okay. you know, they don't know about other countries over there. Like they think we're we're English 
half the time, don't they? And stuff like that. Anyway, they've been calling him Mario, not Maris. Um, you know, they probably don't even uh, know where Latvia is. He's in an he's in a costume. He did a bit of the post-fight and pre-fight with uh, Tony Bellew. So yeah, Maris Bradis awaits, but he's got a fight before, and they reckon the Coley will have one before they have a unification. It makes a lot of sense, I think. I think Akoli needs to go and go and starch someone in the next fight, don't he? Just to make a statement. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, he, he warrants a fight against uh, Breedis, but I think after this sort of a, a fight, you probably just want to go away, uh, make a headline knockout, don't you? You know, to go into, a, you know, another title fight where you can sort of use that as a VT then, can't you? Sort of thing. But, you know, it's it's, it's one of those sort of fights. You do get fights like that up there where your opponent doesn't really come to fight. They just come to... You know, hold on to you for real life. Stifle him. He wanted yeah. to stifle him, didn't he? That's all he was there to do. You know, they know the guy has got knockout power, so kind of the tactics did work for him. You know, but he did hurt him as well. But yeah. um, going back, he, he called Maris Bradis a clown because he was still dressed in the Mario costume. So they got him in. You're you're a clown. Then he helped. Then he handed him a McDonald's bag. He says, "I've got you a burger," because obviously a coley worked for McDonald's many moons right, ago. Okay. So yeah, it was quite. Comical, Chris, you know, in the, in the post-fight as well. But, uh, yeah, they've got to get that on. I think, you know, Akoli does want to unify before he goes up. So we yeah, might that makes another, sense. That makes we might get another two or three fights with Akoli. But, uh, yeah, as I say, Makabu is is in the in the running as well. I know now um, well, Canelo, Canelo's match with Bivol. Yeah, so I, was, I was just about to Macabu, mention that. there as well, you see. Was that quite, is that the hardest fight that Canelo could get up there, Bivol? Um, he'd have to go up to Cruiser to fight him, or Maccabi was coming down to light heavy, wasn't he? But um, obviously, it, it, it frees Maccabi up, so there's another fight. There's another fight for Coley or, or Bradis as well. So we have got some matches there, but uh, it, I do think it's a struggle the 200 pound limit for him. He's a big guy, though, you can tell that he's, he's got the frame, the yeah, yeah, easy, Definitely. easy. It's got like the, John, the John Jones frame, if I remember. And John Jones was early in his UFC career, and you could tell that you know he had that the body frame to go up a weight. Obviously, he is going up a weight now, but you can see it in a Coley, one hundred percent. I'm just going to come away from the boxing for a bit because obviously Adesanya's done a lot of press this week. So yes. what have you what have you taken away from it? I did read he's been very happy with the way he's been treated by the fans. He said uh, he's had a lot of disrespect. I think people wanting stuff signed to then sell on. But he said the UK fight fans that he's seen over the past week, uh, they've been really, really nice. And he hasn't had that issue where, you know, they're there to try and make some money out of him, I think, get stuff signed and then sell it on. Uh, how do you feel it's gone gone for him? What have you taken you? away from him being over? I didn't even know he was over, actually, until I actually saw him on the True Geordie pod- podcast because he was on with uh, Brian on a True Geordie. So I, I listened to that today because, I, you know what I mean, this is now obviously post Robbie Robbie Whitaker, isn't it? So it was nice to sort of to listen to his thoughts, you know, what he thought about the fight. He felt that he, he clearly won the fight. He thought that Whitaker was nowhere near, you know, in control of any of the rounds. I think me and you both disagreed on that. But, you know, he's there. He's, he's living that moment. So, you know, he knows better than what we do watching it through a television, isn't he, really? But him being here, no, it was good. I mean, he, he's, he's, a good, he's a good guy, isn't he? Um, he's an all-round sort of, Next level, not Anderson Silva, because you know, I mean, he's not Anderson Silva, but you know, I can see the comparisons that people look at him and Anderson Silva. But you know, that's nice for him to be over. It's nice for him to, you know, to be there, you know, with lots of Coley and walking and walking, walking to the ring with him. He's um, gonna turn a press, mate. He was on Talk Sport last week early in the morning. I had Talk Sport on, and uh, he's also he did an interview with Alex McCarthy as well. 
who I've had on my podcast. Right, so okay. He's done, he's done quite a bit for TalkSport. Um, I know Alex McCarthy was very happy because he's a big fan. So we got to interview him one-on-one. So, uh, yeah. Is it, to, is it to tie in with, with UFC London as well? Well, actually, I, I've got, I've got, an, well, something I read today. Um, right, Don, thank you very much. That's um, a cool photo with Stitch around there, Don. Yeah, Stitch was a good guy until Dana get in the boot like everybody else. Yeah, he's done well at the boxing, though. He's gone. Yeah, he always doing, has. He's doing the he cuts for Stitch, the boxing, yeah. hasn't he? So, yeah. Well, Sorry, mate. I've sidetracked no, no. you there. No, no. Um, but what I was saying is, because of this whole Ukraine-Russia thing, and I'm not going into it because we're not political people, but obviously this whole issue now where federations and countries are wanting to mm. kick out um, Russia, aren't they, completely? Don't want to involve, like... Their, their sports people, like if we tennis or football, well, who's main event in UFC London, Stuart? Volkov. And where's Volkov from, Stuart? Uh, that's a good, yes. Um, got, so they can't do this across sport, Chris. It's going to cause chaos. Yeah, well, there's, there's two uh, Russians I don't agree. on that card. And, and there's two Russians on that card. So this is... These fighters have got their own opinions. Look at, um, look at the protesters in St. Petersburg, Chris. That have obviously they've, they've detained five thousand people for protesting. Um, mm, it's okay. all I don't know too much about it. All I know is he he's done it. He's done it for legacy. Putin. He's he's on his way out. It, it reeks of when Boris Yeltsin was in power and they mm. they invaded Chechnya in ninety three ninety four. But yeah, that's a separate. No, topic. I, I wouldn't go that. Me go and that you, far me and you are politics people anyway. I'm, so I'm yeah. just. I'm, what I'm we thinking know, is obviously Volkov. Volkov's situation with got, London. They can't. They like can't that. cut him. They can't cut him because how does he feel personally about the situation? I don't think this, it's them. I don't think it's them cutting him, but I think they're going to take him off the card. That's what the rumor is at the moment. There's right, two Russians okay. on the card. Um, um obviously the the UK at the moment are looking at them to say like they can't. They can't because of the situation, which is a pain in the ass. But it is what it is. Um, Don McGuire, I've been in. He's obviously Liam McGeary's friend here. He's been with Liam since day one. Perfect man. So you know him very well. We yeah. had him on last year, but that's we're, cool. Yeah, Don. good to have you on, man. Let's give us some more information about Liam before he jumps on. He's on in he's about not, four minutes. He's not far away, is Liam? And yeah, just uh, yeah, Chris. It's going to cause absolute havoc, man. Yeah. But that's that is the way things are going because you you know you're looking at everything on Sky Sports is always popping up. You know they, they want to ban them from the FIFA World Cup, don't they? Um, and um, it's Belarus as well. Obviously they, they have a, they have a problem with it as well. But I don't go into it like well, my my situation is obviously UFC London's main event, and I think uh, the the other person's on the main card as well. I think he's probably fourth second fight in the main card. The, but yeah, basically the rumor is that Volkov could be taken off the card because the UK don't want any Russians currently. Who, As... who would fill the void? You obviously know, you know, you always have ideas if these things happen. You know, injury, uh, political circumstance. We'll call it on this one. Who comes in? Who, who comes be a in? Good opponent for him. Who comes in for Tom Aspinall? Uh, it's, it's a hard one to think. Wait, who's it's ready? Who's ready? Notice. Who would be ready? Who's not for maybe? In the last couple of months, this Curtis Blades isn't there, but I think him. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's, I'm sure he's fighting Dirkus in in a couple of weeks, weeks. actually. Yeah, yeah. Derek Lewis, one. but can you be cleared before? So, and it's March 19th. Don't lot. forget the call. He's fought a lot, hasn't he? As well, Derek. To be fair, to his credit, like you know, when 
It is quite short notice as well, isn't it? So maybe you have to find someone from the UK circuit that, you know, that fills in. Uh, there isn't obviously another heavyweight that uh, Thomas Bernal was originally uh, linked with before they moved to Volkov. Uh, Sergei um, Pelikov, something like that. He's not Russian, as much as he sounds it, but he's not Russian. The person he's fighting is Russian, actually, who they replaced Thomas Bernal for. Um, but maybe they could bump that up. I don't know yet. The, the situation is Volkov could be off the card on uh, UFC London because of the whole situation. And I do see Liam McGeary. And live and in living colour, all the way from Hawaii, our fe- fellow UK guy is former Bellator light heavyweight champion, the first UK MMA the first, yes. world champion. Let's get that. Let's hit it home. It is returning for a second time, Liam McGeary. How are you, man? Good morning. Good morning. Oh, good evening. Yeah, that's... Good yeah. evening now, yeah. We'll go, we'll good go evening. Good morning. good morning for me. We'll go, we'll go yeah. with good morning, won't we, Chris? We'll go with Liam's time zone. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm just heading to the car, see if I can get better uh, volume. Audio is no. terrible on this thing. Liam, no your, mate, your, your mate Don um, has sent us a message in here saying, time to get earbuds. I got earbuds. But they wasn't yeah, working. There you go, Don. He's, he's actually That was the there. problem I was dealing with. Is like, why are they not coming out of my ears? Oh. It's okay. I'm switching this car audio. Okay, Mum. I'm working a bit better then. Yeah, whatever's comfortable for you. We'll let you get set up, Mum. Because we've got quite a bit to ask you. Yeah, yeah, I need I need your, your mindset for Masvidal and Covington as well. Masvidal and uh... Kobe Covington. Yeah, I, I I want to see what you would what, what your mindset is going into something like this. Like you know, obviously the hatred and the, the former friends and stuff. Sorry. I've got music going off and all sorts here. Right, we're sorted. Right. Mindset for what? Colby Covington, go to fight a friend. Yeah, we want the um, fighters. We want the fighters' perspective. We're yeah, I, I, yeah. I wonder what what do you like? Masvidal, Covington. Obviously, we know as, as fighters, but you know, you've been a fighter yourself. What was your what would your mindset be in in, in this situation? My mindset is just the same as any other time. We're going to go get work. Going to go get paid. Um, you're against a, a former friend, so you know a former training partner, so you know the mm. kind of things that they do, you know the kind of games that they play. Um, it's just whether they've learned any new tricks, right? So you just got to be prepared for them. Um, th- there's that added pressure of fighting against a friend. Um, but I think it's the same as any other fight. You just go in there and it's just, it's just another guy at the end of the day. Um, you're just going in there doing what you do, having to stay focused on what you do. And, and not trying to think about what they're doing. Um, and, and once you can take that out of fact and you can just go in there and do your thing, then, uh, but you have to take your mind away from the fact that that was your former friend, former training partner. Yeah. Um, and, and you have to just see it as a, as a body. And, and, that, and that's it. 
Is it easy to sell a fight when you've got someone as good as Colby Covington can sell a fight? I know Mastodon can sell a fight as well, but is it is it easy for a fight when you've got someone like Kobe sitting across from you, you know, trying to get eyes on the fight? I know they don't really need to sell anything because people want to see it anyway, but just thinking as a hindsight, is it easy when you've got someone who can shit talk as good as he can? Um, well, it just adds all the all the fun then, doesn't it? You know what I mean? Colby, yeah. has, Colby changed his persona. Um, in, in the fight world, he was never like way back in the, the beginning. He was never this this much uh, brawn and balls, let's let's say. But um, now he's he's turned into the fighter that every like, like, like the UFC want. Now he's, mm. he's selling fights, and everyone wants to see him get his head kicked in, you know. And it's uh, but the thing is, like I've watched a few of his fights, and the the, the dude is a fucking machine. Yes. you know what I mean. He just keeps going. Um, I never really watched too many of his fights, and I was like, you know what? We just watched. I think it was Masvidal and uh, the Usman fight, and I was like, damn, you know, he took it to Usman. And then the second mm-hmm. one as well, mm-hmm. um, like he, he he did his fighting style impress me. He comes to fight. He uh, he enjoys fighting, and he's he's tough. Uh, Masvidal, I like Masvidal, but uh, I think Masvidal was the flying knee, and then he's kind of talked himself into fights. And but I, I believe Colby Covington beats Masvidal on this one. I think oh, the shit. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Will they be hugging and kissing by the end <laughs> of it? That's what I want to ask you. The the fight when you fight when you fight someone right, it, it's you two are sharing that moment right. So there's only you two can understand what the feelings are, and you've got nothing but love and respect for the person. You've just beat the crap out of them for the last fifteen minutes, twenty five minutes. Right, they've been trying to do exactly the same to you, and you're both standing at the end of that. The only thing is to do is to, to hug each other and be like, "Yo, fair play for taking that. You took, you hit me with some hard shots. I hit you with some hard shots. You're still standing. I'm still standing. Respect, you know. And and that's what we are. We're, we're warriors. We're warriors who stand and fucking bang. And those two do. So yeah. we are. We are in for a good fight. Um, a very entertaining fight, I, I believe. Well, we've still yet to see the press conference, which I think would probably be, what, Wednesday uh, over here, isn't it? Um, which is obviously, you know, them two can shit talk. So it'd be quite interesting to see what they say to each other. What I was also going to ask you about Masvidal is, obviously, he's coming off that, you know, hellacious knockout from Usman. How does that play into coming into a fight after, you know, having that situation happen to you? Because obviously it was a big knock that you took. Yeah, I mean, you, you're going to go back and hold your hands up and, and, and start changing what you was doing before. Um it does play in your mind and you will have that. You will always have that doubt. But again, like fighters have to put that thought at the back of their minds. Like you can't, you can't think about the last fight, what you was just in. You can't think about the last time you got hit. You can't, those negative thoughts need to be taken out of your mind and just forgotten about and just left. You'll, you'll come back to them when you need to, to deal with them an, another day. Right. But at this moment in time, you've got a job to do. And that should be your focus, not thinking about, oh, shit, my last fight got knocked out. You know, I need to do this. And it's like, no, 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 no. You start thinking about that and you, that that's basically what's going to happen in the next fight. You know, so just stay will, prepared, forget about the last one and stay focused. Will Covington win? I think, I think he wins this one, yeah. yeah. No. Chris is doing that thinking, haven't you, Chris? Yeah, I, I just think Covington has got too much. It's the cardio and the pressure that Kobe Covington brings. Um, yeah. You know, as long as he doesn't get clipped, because anyone can get clipped, you know, we've all seen it before. But I think he can rush uh, Masvidal against the cage, can't he? Dirty box. And then, you know, Deep Waters is bringing him down, isn't he? Into the grappling things and start pounding him from, you know, yeah. top guard then. So 
I think these are things that Covington can do. Not saying that Masvidal can't win the fight, but I think that Covington has more um, skills and onto his arsenal than what Masvidal has. You know, my yeah. my opinion, obviously. Yeah. Um, I was also going to ask you. I don't know if you're in with the lightweights. Uh, did you were you impressed with uh, Islam Makachev? He, he did fight the week just gone against Bobby Green. What, wasn't a fight obviously people wanted to see because we all knew that Bobby Green wasn't going to cope with Makachev. But my thought, what your thoughts on Makachev? You know, going forward. I haven't, um, I haven't watched. I never watched any of the uh, the fights of the weekend. Um, but I did see a clip, and I, the, the clip I saw was basically him getting off. I thought it was um, the other one, his coach, uh, fucking... Khabib. Khabib, yeah, because he's got exactly the same style. Hmm. Pinned him up, got those legs nice and tight. That's just the wrestling style that they bring. Um, Bobby Green's just come off of a fucking fight two weeks ago, was it? Yeah, yeah, and he's so, really good as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you can see you're gonna, but you you can look good, but then all of a sudden it's like you've been doing this now for the last 12 weeks, right? At a high level, your body's tired. I don't care what level you are athletic, right? To go into two fights after two weeks, it's it, it takes it out of you. And when you've got someone from, I mean, like I said, I don't know, I haven't watched too many of this guy's fights, right? But I've watched the other one's fights and, and the, the pressure that they bring. Right, they're fucking used to wrestling bears, for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? I know, yeah. Yeah, it's a different mentality. It's a different game that they're bringing, and it's not a game that people have my, seen my, before, you know? My, my apologies. Chris wrestles what? the dog. Yeah, He wrestles his pooch, Liam. I've got three of them. They all jump trying to jump on the table. Um, <laughs> Mate, I've got three kids. They do exactly the same. Yeah, I've got three kids as well. I know this is pain. Um, <clears throat> Liam, your your mate Don, he disagrees with. Uh, I don't know if it's either me or yourself when it comes to the fight between Kobe and Masvidal. Yeah? He says, "Yeah, I disagree, mate." So I don't know if that's me or you. He's he probably disagreeing with me. <laughs> he's all, he's also said um, he's he interviewed Kobe. There you go. He's an amateur. From to the UFC, yeah. So he knows Kobe. He knows Kobe very well. Thing is. He just based himself off Connor in, in a verbal sense. He knew that could make money. So, but haven't, but hasn't everybody? I, well, I don't true. know. Charles Sonnen did it, did it before Connor McGregor. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Charles was different. Charles wasn't as uh, pro wrestling. Never it? went into the insults as much as Connor did. Um, yeah. Connor did take the. Charles was the one that first raised it. Uh, then Connor came in and then just completely obliterated that and just raised the bar up to where the level which every fighter needs to go to. But then again, now every fighter's copying what Connor McGregor says and does. You know, and it's I got I got friends who live from down. <laughs> I got friends who come from the same place as Connor, and and they're all exactly the same. Like you say one thing to them, they've got a fucking a tongue like a dagger. And they'll come back quick, quick as anything. You're like, how the hell did they even think of that? Then the next thing, and they'll come back again. Then they'll just start ripping and ripping and ripping. And it's like, like that—that's just a crumbling area, man. The Irish lot are, are really, really good at shit talking. And with him, him taking that into the game, we're just like, wow. Yeah. Who, who do you like watching when you do get a chance to watch? I know you're busy with the gym and everything over there in Hawaii, but who, who do you like to watch? You know, fan perspective. I, I, like, I like the Diaz boys. I, I do like Masvidal, uh, and I do like Colby. So, like, I like people that come to fight. I don't like people that come dance around, try and plan safe. I like people that come to scrap. This is what we got to do. This is what we're doing. Um, let's lay it down from the, on the line for the next 15, 25 minutes. Like, 
they're, they're the guys who I like. You must have been impressed with British. That's the British in you, that. There he is. Yeah. You must be yeah. impressed with a, a gig on Masassi on the weekend at uh, Bellator against uh, Van der Voort. He did, obviously took him a couple of minutes to dismantle Van der Voort. I, I think Masassi too good for that, that division against I anyone. So. I, I think so. Um, he gives... It gives Whitaker and Adesanya a, a really big test if he ever fought them too. I'm telling you that now. Yeah. But again, again. They, they need to do that cross promotion thing. That's what they need to do. Champion versus champion. UFC would never cross promote with Bellator. Of course they wouldn't. Of course they wouldn't. Imagine yeah. that. <laughs> and they get their asses kicked by the Bellator fighters, and then it's just that's it. The game over for the yeah. UFC. Well, no, you just you just sending Garner in Liam. He just knocks them all out then, doesn't he? Like a pinball machine. Yeah. Uh, also, well, obviously, want to speak to you, obviously, on 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 Bellator, because last time we spoke to you, you were obviously still going for you were going for your last surgery on your jaw, weren't you? And obviously, yeah. a few weeks after we spoke to you, the news broke that Bellator have released you, and obviously, I was extremely shocked, considering you know you were injured and you you know you couldn't fight at that point. What was your thoughts, your feelings? Imagine you work at Tesco's, right, and you're, you're loading the shelves up, and something falls down, right breaks your foot okay mm. you're in work now you go see your boss listen i broke my leg I, I, I can't work all right we'll have to lay you off still get paid right imagine tesco sacking you because you fucking broke your foot while stacking their shelves imagine what will happen lawsuits and all this kind of stuff and yeah so my thoughts about my me breaking my jaw inside the bellator cage and then them laying me off because of like i got a broken jaw what happened at that like no I'm I'm extremely pissed off and Bellator can go fuck themselves, right? For what they've done. So at the end of the day, uh, Bellator is they give out this whole we care for the fighters, we do this, we do that. It's a load of fucking bullshit, if you ask me. Um I'm now living proof of what uh, promotions do to fighters. Former champions, people yeah. that fucking sacrifice everything to get in their cage, and then all of a sudden like, oh, you're injured. We'll let we we'll release it, but not even tell me. Let the fucking Twitter know first, and then let uh, someone from England then texts me. Oh, so yeah. you should be thinking of your welfare. Your welfare. Yeah, yeah. yeah, at the end of the day, everyone just thinks about one thing, and it's fucking money, right? Yeah, These promotions, money. money, putting bums in seats, money, right? That's it. I don't give a shit about people's feel or people's fucking well-being or nothing about that. Have you spoke to you since? Have they sent you anything? An email, a letter, or just like? Nah. Nothing was... Maybe so that'll be done then. So what's the future hold for you now? Obviously, you, 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 you've had your, your surgery, I take it now. How's the chin feeling? Um, and what's what's the future hold? Obviously, I see your pictures on Instagram and Facebook of you working hard in your gym. So what, what's the future hold for you? Um, I, I just, you know what? I just sat back for a little while. I put so much, I put so much into becoming the champion, so much into doing, getting to where I got to. And when I got there, I was just like, you know, I'd sit back and I can I can relax a little bit. Um, the jaw got broken. But I, because I'd focused, I'm almost 40 years old now, and I've just literally, that was all I was focused on, my work beforehand. Now they've got the, the, I've focused on the title. I, I had to, to sit back and focus on my family and what I needed to do for the next one. You know, I got these three kids to look after, and, and yes, the gym now. So I wanted to get that in a place where it's starting to move forward. And it, and it is. I'm getting a few people interested now. Um, there's a few things coming off what, I, what I'm planning to do. Um, so 
I, I will all, oh, mate, I'm going to be getting back in that cage, but it's just I needed to get my myself situated first instead of yeah, worrying. Yeah. Like, we've just seen what the promotions do to people. They don't give a fuck about the fighters. So at the end of the day, I've got to get myself prepared, ready. And then when I go in there, I've got to just smash fuck out of people. I haven't got to worry about anything because my gym's going well, my family are good. So what as opposed counts? to me just going, oh, you know what, I'm just going to focus. Because when you're a fighter, you don't really care about too much else. You just go to the gym. You finish training, you go eat, you'll have a rest, and you go train again. There's not much else that can come into your thought process. Fighters that are dads, now that's tough. Like, you've got to – I try and get – 4 o'clock in the morning, I'm trying to get in the gym and lift. You know what I mean? Before, when everyone's asleep, I've got an hour where I can quickly get out. So I get to the gym, I lift. Then I go back down, I'm dropping the kids off to school and doing this. And then I sit down at 9 o'clock at night, and I'm like, oh, my God, what a day. We appreciate we appreciate you sparing the time, man, because you're absolutely well, shocked. That's fine. I dropped fear off of school. I got a nice view, which I'm looking at here. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don's asked Don's you a message here, Liam. He wants to know your thoughts on uh, AJ McKee versus Pitbull too. Two? Have they fought already? Uh, yes, I think AJ McKee beat Pitbull. He beat him. When 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 was that? Was that the weekend? Uh, no, I, I can look at it for you. That's not a problem. How how is the jaw, Liam? Jaw's good. Yeah, just just while Chris pops that up because I know obviously it's took it's been a long road, hasn't it, for you with the surgeries? Oh yeah, <laughs> but jaw's good now. Um, yeah, it's I've taken a couple of punches. Uh, yeah. But uh, I'm never going to give anyone a free shot, right? No. Um, so I, I move around, but they've not managed to tag my chin. In. I'm out a couple on the top of the head or whatnot, but I'm keeping, I'm keeping my hands fucking high now. <laughs> <laughs> You've adapted the style. This is glued here and this is glued. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, but you, you, you got kicked in the face by, um, oh, I just named it up my head now. By Phil Davis, which was a you know a kick when you were on your on your when you're on your knees. So it was illegal. It was an illegal. Yeah, that's the word yeah. I was looking for. Right here, you go um, Liam. AJ McKee beat Pitbull in the finals of the February Grand Prix in July two thousand twenty-one. Right. Uh, yeah, I remember that now. I remember that. Uh, and then McKee's they targeted the second fight in April. No date such yet. You, you know what? I think AJ McGee beats him again. I like Pitbull. Pitbull is a tough, tough dude, right? Pope brothers, Pope brothers are, yeah. AJ McKee is just—he's the next—he's the next fucking generation, isn't he? Like he brings mm. what what the next what the fight game is coming to. So I'm excited to see. Like, I, I like watching AJ McKee fight as well. He's very exciting. Um, but I, I think he beats Pitbull again. I think Pitbull's time at the top is uh, is, is is done. And don't get me wrong. Pitbull has spent a fucking long time at the top. Um, a yeah. very, very good champion. Very, very tough guy. Uh, one of, the, if not the best in the world at that weight category. But time ticks on. We all get older. The next one comes in and young lion panned over the light, whatever. Fucking pass over the torches at the same. Could you think AJ McKee could beat the likes of Max Holloway and, uh, and Volkanovski? Uh, I think so. I believe, I believe he can. I believe he's young. He's his men the mentality is there. Um, I believe they're going to be tough fights for him, but mm. I, I think he can. Uh, he can definitely hang with it with the best of them. 
I'm trying to think now. Oh, you go. Don, Don's uh, 18 now, but I'm saying we know where Adrian McKee's 18 now. Um, there you go. Record speaks for itself. That, that's a good record. It's a good record. Um, in, the, in, the, in the Bellator sort of mix now, then. So, who, who were the fighters that you saw that you thought were up and comers? You know, say from our circuit, say from the UK, if you can remember Ireland, Scotland, obviously Welsh fighters are starting to break through in, in you know, UFC and Bellator. It's obviously Brett Johns is in Bellator now and was in UFC. But is, was there anybody you caught your eye when you were sort of, you know, in your prime as a champion? Did you look around and see? Um, it was what, seven years ago now. <laughs> it's a fucking long yeah. time ago. Seven years yesterday, ago. actually. That's it, bloody hell. The anniversary. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly I can't believe it was so long ago. But, I mean, uh, so the fighters, mate, it's all changed. It's all changed mm-hmm. since when I was, even even what, looking at the guys coming up, uh, you had the Wolf, uh, what's his name? I can't remember. His nickname's the Wolf. Uh, so no, that that was the up and coming guys when I was when I was there. And he, he's come up and I don't think he fell short of the title. Um so there was a few, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really know to be honest with you. The answer That's to that fine. question, right? Um, Don's asked you another, asked another question here for you, Liam. <laughs> yeah, he wanted me to beat him for the. Yeah, that was his birthday. So his birthday's fucking yeah. Happy birthday, Don. Uh, Liam, I've got. Uh, can we can we just go on to boxing and obviously our dominance at heavyweight UK based fighters. Uh, do you catch, do you catch much of Fury, uh, Joshua? Do, do you see, do you, ever, do you get a chance? Uh, yeah, I get, yeah, I've, I've watched it. just highlights. It's hard with the time difference over here. Yeah, and the, of, course, yeah. so, of course. But uh, yeah. I, I've been reading that Tyson Fury's um, offered out the, the, to fight the champion. What's his name? Who's it? The champion. Oh, Francis Ngannou. Yeah. But Ngannou's injured now. I think his ACL and his MCL, um, he popped them in this recent fight against Serial Gone. So I'd imagine that's what eight, nine months layoff is, is anyway. Yeah, and, and he's the champion as well, isn't he? And he's got obviously the contract issues with UFC as well ongoing because obviously he wants more than 600,000. Fucking right he does. And why wouldn't he? He's a champion. And what are they going to do? Oh, he's injured now. Oh, well, we'll just stick another interim t- champion in there and fucking fuck this guy over as well. Yeah, and that, that interim title there go towards a, a up and coming guy called John Jones. I don't know if you've heard of him, Liam. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's bang him back in there. Fucking woman beating cokehead, fucking like <laughs> yeah. all the other shit. <laughs> how many, how many chances do you want to have? It's unreal. Yeah. What... Again, it goes he... back to the point what I made before. How many bums does he put in seats? How much does he fucking raise it's, in revenue it's, just it's, by having his name spent... on the card? Dana's business acumen at the end of the day, but rightly or wrongly, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. He'd have so many more fights than he's got. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. All at his feet, the world's best on his day. It's an absolute disgrace, though. He, but was, he, day, was, yeah. Yeah, he was. But he was your son as well, wasn't he? You've mm. got guys who, who want it as well, who aren't as naturally gifted as the man, and they'll give anything to be on that on that level. It, it's disgusting. It is. I, yeah. He's a fantastic fighter, though. Honestly, very, he, very, very good. He, he's like, a fantastic. He's, like he's amazing. Video game sometimes. Some he's, of the a hybrid. Shit. he's a hybrid. It's like Izzy. It's like Izzy. Yeah. Exactly. Adesanya the same. In but, a way, but uh, John Jones has the wrestling acumen. Oh, where, yeah. Uh, Izzy doesn't. Izzy doesn't have yeah. that acumen that John Jones to has for fair, the wrestling. To be fair to Adesanya, though, he went up to light heavyweight, 
as well. I know, yeah. But they're big boys, man. That that it's yeah. that that one eighty five to two oh five jump, like they're coming down from two thirty. Like yeah. Yeah, it, it's a lot of person to be on top of you and trying to move and like I know jiu-jitsu is made for the smaller guy but when you add him punches in there as well it changes the fucking game man like you can try to pull off moves to try and sweep but it's like getting banged in the face up back to square one again so I don't, I don't know you know you, you must have, you know watched Glover Teixeira you know when the title at 40 this well, last year now well, yeah yeah last year now so that must have given you some inspiration that Liam you know oh there's always inspiration man Oh, yeah, they're never too old, like, never too old. Just you got to fight smart, just to change your game up a little bit, you know? Use your benefit, use your um, your uh, advantages. Mm. He's old boy, old man strength. Got him down and beat the crap out of him. Which surprised me, though, because, I, I, you know, Jan Blahovic actually had a very good uh, takedown defence, you know, as a ratio throughout his UFC career. So it was it was quite shocking to see. And, and again... Yeah. Glover to share it, you know, I can see why everyone, you know, it was a bit emotional. I wasn't, but, you know, a lot of people were in a way because it's, you know, he's worked his ass off to get where he is. But obviously that must be inspiration for you as well, though, you know? You know, seeing all these well, guys. The old boys. Through. Yeah, you're it's, an old boy. It's, hopeful, it's hopefully it. all the old boys, yeah. <laughs> yes. We're pitching, we're pitching all in you here. Yeah, we're pitching all in you, mate. Hey, mate, I, do you know what, right? I, did, I didn't actually think it was my 39th birthday when it, when it was my 39th birthday, right? <laughs> <laughs> And I don't, I don't feel ment- mentally. I don't feel old, uh, body-wise. Like that's the only thing that lets you lets you down. Like in your head, you're like, yeah, I can do that. And you're like, hang on a minute, why is my leg not getting up as high as what I used to? And why am I not going to be able to move as fast? And I used to be able to catch that if it fell down there. Like all these things start slowly going away. And like shit, ten years ago, I'd have fucking been running around rings around that. Like mm. kids don't <laughs> help in that matter though, either though, Liam. I get it all the time, you know, and since we last spoke, Stuart, Stuart's um, expecting uh, his first. Yeah. In July, oh, yeah. man. In July, 36, Liam. I couldn't have done it a decade ago. Nah. 26, it weren't the time for me, but yeah, gotta 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 start gotta start, mate. 36, exactly. not getting You know, I was 36. Getting... I was 36. There as well. we go. We shared yeah. it. There we go, man. Yeah, I'm I'm, yeah, I'm ready. You got to, you got to live your life. You got to do what you want to do first, and then, then it's time for the kids. You know what I mean? Like, because you, 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 you can't well. run around doing what you want to do anymore. You know what I mean? It's just as no. much as you want to, it just doesn't happen. Like, absolutely. No, yeah, you, you have a week off like I did, and end up playing Animal Crossing on the Switch with my two other girls. Like, instead of having <laughs> a few beers and just doing what a normal man would do, I'm sitting yeah. on the Switch playing Animal Crossing, and thinking, what's happened to me? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just have to wait till they go to bed and sit on my steps for a couple of cans. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> You've got the weather for it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is nice. You're old, mate. Dan Seven beat the greatest after 40. Don Maguire's calling you out there. <laughs> oh, There's a Don. call out there. There's a call out if ever there was one, Liam. What, what, do you, what have you got I'm in the I'm saying I'm old, right? But I'm not saying I'm done. There's a difference. No. Like, I, I will get know. back in there. I will get Please. back at home. We want to see you. We want to see you. We want to see you in that cage again, mate. Me and Chris. Yeah, I, I, this year, this year for sure. Like I want to get in there this year. Um, like I say, mate, I've just focused on the last however many months, eight months or whatever, fucking doing what I needed to do. But uh, this year, I will be getting back in there. That's that's yeah. Any, I, any I, 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 do, I miss it. I really do miss it. 
Correct. You were, you were a good fighter, but you were a really good fighter and you were good to watch. Not just because, again, well, when I said this last time I spoke to you, I'm very biased when it comes to UK fighters. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, I always, you know, always want to root for you. Um, so it'd be good to see you, you know, get back in the cage. Is there any indication where you'd go or are you not bothered particularly? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, I don't know, do you know what? Again, I just want to have a few fun fights. I don't know how much longer I'm going to continue doing this for, but the, the fights I do have left in me, I, I just want them to be fun and entertaining. Like, um, whatever organization I go to, there's a few of them popping up now. Uh, ones will look after you. Um, so, yeah, I, I just yeah, I just want to put on a couple more entertaining shows and then uh, and just sit on the beach and watch my kids run around. Is uh, BJ Penn not knocking about coming out of pubs anymore, no? I heard he was running for governor or running for some kind of office job. Wow. I did wow. I did see that on Twitter, yeah. I did yeah. That, yeah. Well that's that's good. At least he's got himself out of the hole he was in. Yeah. But um, yeah, BJ, Penn, BJ Penn should have come knocking fucking asking me about this leg lock game. You know what I mean? Like that's what BJ Penn should have <laughs> going against Don't... Ryan Hall. John sent you a last message there. Liam, I gotta go. I love you, mate. Liam will be easy, champion again. Hashtag the people's champ. What an endorsement from Don Maguire. Right. And now. also, uh, yeah, also, Don, why yet before you go, how about you subscribe to Big Fight Weekly? Yeah, Don, this should ah, be there you go, Big Fight Weekly. Liam's Liam's been here twice. You've only been here today, but yeah, fantastic <laughs> to have you on, Don. Thank you for all your comments as well, buddy. <laughs> Anything else, well, Chris? Well, yeah. Good people's. No, I, I mean, we we spoke about Masvidal, and I, I did have uh, this to bring up, actually, just to sort of the breakdown of it all, because I didn't know if, you know, everyone fights. knew if been... 50 fights, man. Damn, that's a lot. Unbelievable, isn't it? Like, 37, <sighs> he's, got the, he's got the reach on him, hasn't he, there? But uh, it's, uh, like you say, it's just what Colby can do. I, I think it's on the yeah. feet, you know? I think Colby's just a fucking machine, you know? Yeah. And, and that that fact, and someone, you can hit someone as hard as you can hit them and they still keep coming forward. It's like, damn, what have I got to do with this guy? Like, we, you know are, we are drawing parallels to them both fighting Usman, aren't we? Uh, but, you know, fight, it could, be totally, it could be totally different. Right. We're, base, we're basing it off Masvidal getting absolutely annihilated. And Colby did, Colby did fantastic, didn't he? Especially in the last, in the that, second fight. That's, that was going to be my question. Have you watched Usman Kobe, Kobe 2? And did you think, because I've rewatched it back, and I feel like Kobe beat Usman. Um, I, I don't know what you feel. No, I, I think Usman did enough to, to keep that belt, right? That, that You've got to beat a champion to, to, take the belt, to, belt, to take the belt off him, right? Uh, I don't think he beat him. I think Usman definitely hands on beat uh beat colby um yeah. but you're right fighters different different styles make fights right colby and uh masvidal is two different people um so yeah that's why it's going to be a completely different fight I, i'm not writing out Ma- masvidal at all no like, yeah, yeah. masvidal is fucking very very talented but I, from what i see of colby like 
That's just a, a steam train just coming at you and keep coming at you look, and nonstop keep coming at you. Hit him, keep coming at you. Look at, look at, Darren, huh? look at, look at Darren Till uh, before he got knocked out against Masvidal. Masvidal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Darren Till was in the ascendancy and he totally flipped the script, didn't he? When he caught yeah. him. My God. So he's got a puncher's chance and he, we know we know he's heavy-handed. Yeah. Uh, this is what we want. We want these variables, don't we? We want the unknown a little bit going into it. Excitement. Yeah, but I also said, and I said this, Liam, to Stuart last week, and we sort of briefly touched on Masvidal and Kevin said, Usman's fought them both twice. Where do they go after this fight, though? Because I don't see UFC putting a third fight on this that quickly between Kobe and Usman, and Masvidal obviously got knocked out by Usman last year, and it was an emphatic knockout as well. Where do they go? Because if one wins, either one wins, they're not getting a title shot against Usman next. And yeah. it sort of clog, clogs up that sort of division in again, doesn't it? Well, they need they need more fighters, don't they? It's that simple. They're running out of fucking people to put up on the uh, against the champion. Oh, there is one guy, but we don't know if he's there yet. But Hazmat Shemaev. I'm sure you know who Hazmat Shemaev is, or you've seen him. Oh yeah, is that the one who's been destroyed? He fights at different weight categories, and yeah, one eighty five and one seventy. Yeah, he's done both in UFC. In like, yeah. I think in a week he did one seventy and then one eighty five. Uh, That's Dubai, right. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's a different, another different animal coming up. So I think the champions need to be fucking focused on what they've got because there is some young people now snapping at their heels and they're different animals coming at you and coming for you. So, Liam, I'd be remiss also. What about Tom Aspinall coming through, our UK fighter? Have you have you seen much of Tom Aspinall coming through in the UFC? I, the name, I, I have seen his name. I, I haven't seen any of his fights just yet. Because it's uh, Chris was talking about earlier. Obviously, with all this with Russia, there could be fights. Kurt is meant to be coming up against Volkov, isn't he, Chris? At yes. UFC London, um, uh, which is a huge step for him, you know. But he's been fantastic up to now, hasn't he, Chris? This is a next step from Volkov. So Volkov would be like you know his his sort of plat his platform to up you know up a echelon of the heavyweight division. But obviously, with the whole situation at the moment, I only read. I don't know if it's official. But apparently they're saying that UK have said like no to any Russian fight, any Russian sports people coming over and fight, doing anything in the UK. Um, yeah, Volkov and um, Aspinall are supposed to fight uh, March the nineteenth. So, it, so that's not happening. Well, so far, as far as I know, they don't know yet. But from what I've read, that is what a possibility they could be saying no to Volkov coming over. Uh, fucking hell! So can right, you, mess, can, eh? you, can, can you get? Can you get a? Put the put the poundage on for heavyweight and come and face Aspinall in London. Yeah, save the day, Liam. Just, come on, just get it, just get it, just get it past two. Get it past two oh five. You got the height. You'd be fine. I'm about two twenty at the moment now. Anyway, oh Fedor fought heavyweight at two twenty. You'll be all right. Oh mate, you don't need to be that heavy. I'm fucking going in at two fifty, two sixty. How are you going to move? Now that's why Fedor was so good in uh, in, in Pride because he was two twenty. Yeah, exactly. I, I could just jump in a heavyweight right now as I am. There you go. We'll get on the get on the old blower to Dana White and say, "Look, we we found <laughs> you, the guy." And he's UK as well. <laughs> Liam, also, I'd like you to plug the gym. You know, you were you were in the process of setting it all up when we last had you on. Yes. But yeah, yeah. how 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 is it going, man? How, how's how's it been? How how is everyone in there? Has it been? Good everyone fun? sounds. I'm um, getting some really uh, really tough. Do Tough guys coming in through the door. Um, I've got a few fighters, people that are interested in fighting, young as well. So, like, start young in their careers, like amateur, 
So I, I'm looking forward to being able to work with them through their amateur career and then going into the professional as well. So, um, yeah, no, just this island has is full of scrappers, right? Full of fighters. There's also a lot of gyms here. Um, mm. So basically, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and, and just attracting the people that I'm attracting and, and just working working with them what I'm working with them. Um, they're enjoying the classes. Uh, the, the the level of fitness is getting better. Um, their technique is getting better. So we just keep working and practicing. And then anyone, anyone that comes in, um, I do the open... Uh, open fight nights on a on a Saturday night where I try to try and get some uh, spa, uh, just pick fighters around the around the island. They want to yeah. get a little bit of experience. Let's say it's it's more in a in a fight. I, I don't want to. I don't want everyone sparring and moving around at the same time. I want everyone to, like one fight at a time, so you get to watch, coach, get to enjoy what they're doing, and then it's only like three or four minute rounds, and then the next one goes in. So everyone's everyone's involved, you know. Um, just a, a, a different a different feel to a normal fight. Go in the cage, fight this and fight that, and so I, I just want to try and bring something different to the table with a fight club, not the same old gym, the same old same. Like just a different different look at it. What about dipping your toes into promoting? Well, I mean, again, I'm I, I will try, but. Lockdown, Hawaii is the worst fucking state, right? They're still doing that mask mandate shit, right? So I don't I don't know when they're going to start uh, do, being a, do, doing the audience work, where they're going to have people coming in, spectators. So once they start doing events again, I did hear, though, Fight to Win Jiu-Jitsu is coming over here in April. So yeah, maybe I, that I, might be a, a sign where they're moving forward. Like, this is the last state to do anything. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just... Just riding out this coronavirus bullshit, and then we've got the war now to roll out. So I, I don't know, mate. I'm just gonna keep doing what we're doing. It's the, only thing, it's the only thing we can do, and when the time is right, we can then move forward and, and say, right, well, we can do this now, and we can do that. Chris, anything before we close out? No, um, it's good to hear. Like, obviously, I can see you're you know you're really passionate about being a coach as well. So obviously, what's your all done with with fighting? That, that's obviously it's an easy progression for you to go to, then, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, this, I love this. I do love this sport, you know, and I, I love. I'm passionate about how we how we go put it across. Um, I'm passionate for them, my, my fighters now. Like I never, this is a different feeling. Like I'm just usually thinking of myself and just going in there, and and I, my love of the sport was able to push me through my fucking five hour training session days. Hmm. So now I'm able to use this, turn it around, and use it, the, my energy in a different way to push. Oh, the fighters like so. Um, I'm just gonna keep keep pushing on. That's it, Chris. Well, honestly, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, I know obviously being busy taking kids to school, like I know how that feels, and I know how that goes. Shoot, you'll get that at one point when they're old enough. I will. Um, yeah, I really appreciate you coming on, Liam. Um, you know, breaking down a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, gets worse when you have more as well, Stuart. Um, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you just done, you just just got over the nappy thing and bottles. Yeah. And you have another one, and you're like, all right, now the bottle. Oh shit, we got to do it all over again. As I said, just do it. Take your sleep yeah. when you take your sleep now while you can. Oh, Enjoy your sleep. See, sleep was never my problem. Like mine, mine were. Yeah, yeah. I never, I never really had too many. I never really lost too much sleep. I was lucky enough. Um. Mine would just sit there with a boob in its mouth all night. Like, okay. 
Stick that in your gob. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. <laughs> Our well, guest for Powered Four, Chris. Sorry, I've jumped in. No, no, you fired away. Our from. guest again, returning for a second time. Former Bellator light heavyweight champion, and obviously you've got the gym. What's the what's the name of the gym, Liam? Just for Fight Club, the Honolulu faction. Fight Club, Honolulu faction. The gym is set. You can go there, train. You're going to get some fantastic training. You're doing it, running it a totally different way to have a gym. So yeah, please we implore you if you're in the vicinity, get to Liam's gym, man. You're going to have some yeah. fantastic training there. Even if you're it. coming away, even if you're coming over on holiday, like yeah. come find out, come Pop check in. it out. Pop yeah. in, man. Absolutely. Had to come back, Liam. When you see the man in the mirror, who do you see? There you go. It's a good closing question there, Liam. It is. It is. Yeah. At the moment, I just see some scruffy dude who needs yeah, a shave and a haircut. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I know. That's a good, very good question. Very good question. I love the man that I see in the mirror now. Good. And I'm, I'm glad for you, mate. Right. Our guest. It's been a rough few way. years. Our yeah, guest, oh, sorry, I'm I'm trying to close out. I know. <laughs> sorry, Stu. Sorry. No, carry sorry. on, Chris. <clears throat> Listen, Liam, thank you very much for coming on. I hope we can get you back on a, at another later date and you can give us some more information that, you know, you're fighting Tom Ospinall at UFC London and we'll all be ready there for you. Well, I'll let <laughs> you know for sure, right? Thank Our you very guest. much for coming on, mate. Our nice guest way. all the way from Hawaii by way of the UK, a fellow Brit. It is former Bellator light heavyweight champion. It is Mr. Liam McGeary. Thank you for coming Thanks, on for Liam. the second time. Thanks for having me on the show. Nice to see you. Mate. We will see, see you later. next week, guys, for episode Thank 49. You, see you later. Bye-bye. Bye, mate. Sorry, Stu. You might, you might need to just sort of say that again. And we will see you next week. It's probably going to be next Monday for episode 49 of Powerful.tv Big Fight Weekly. A big thank you to Liam McGeary taking yes, time out in his busy schedule. Chris, we're at the magic again to get Liam on. So it was fantastic to have an interview again. And uh, yeah, Chris, we'll, well, see, we'll see everyone next Monday. One, one more thing before we go. Uh, just got an announcement to make that means Stuart uh, will also be on the, the Social Sports Network podcast. You can find out if you go on the Google, right? the Sports Social Network. You can find all our audio, all on there, the handling all our audio podcasts. So if you need to find us, Sports Social Podcasts. Absolutely. Perfect. Perfectly done there. Ready to move over to them. And they're yeah, fantastic. We look forward to that. And yeah, we will see you. It'll probably be next Monday for episode no 49. And thank you very much for watching. And we'll see, see you next week. Take care. Podcast Network.